What up? What up? What up? Regley Podcast, man. Episode number 12. I know I do it pretty much every episode, but it's still like, like it baffles me that I've lasted this long. Like, I don't like y'all listen, y'all watch. I don't know if a lot of you guys like understand the hours that go into recording, trying to get people to 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 call in, to to jump in on segments, to edit, to upload. Like depending on the length of the video, like it takes a an, a shift of work to upload an episode of this podcast. And um, if, if you're watching on the regular, if you listen on the regular. I appreciate it. If you um subscribe to the YouTube, I appreciate it. Follow, like, whatever social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's it's all appreciated, man. Like y'all have no idea. Um spread the word, tell your friends. It's appreciated, man. Rec League podcast. Ain't nobody professional in here, man, but we know enough to get on the mic. Uh the Walmart podcast, of course. You come, you come for one thing. Hopefully, you leave with a lot more. We not your first choice, but we do got a little bit of everything. Um, on today's episode, I want to discuss Titans season one. I want to um, get one of one of my homies in here, and we're gonna talk about the recent trailer releases for uh, Spider Man Far From Home, John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. Um, Old Man Lawrence is going to pop in. We're going to speak on Super Bowl 53. I had four options for the bars segment. I couldn't narrow it down, so you get all four. And then uh, Old Man Lawrence, again, comes back, and we talk about that uh, that J. Cole Middle Child track that recently came out. Um, Poll questions. Y'all know how I do poll questions every episode i did two poll questions in between episodes this time and um this was before the nfc afc championship so first poll question which super bowl matchup do you most want chiefs versus saints chiefs versus rams patriots versus saints and patriots versus rams we all know what the game is but what the the matchup that won with 38% was Chiefs versus Rams. Got half of that. As controversial as it might have been, we got half of that. At uh, at 34%, man, the second most desired Super Bowl matchup was Chiefs-Saints going into the weekend, the championship weekend. I think that's what I wanted. And um, at 17% was Breeze versus Brady. Patriots versus Saints. And I think that would have been okay too. Like I never want to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl ever, but it seems like that's all we get lately since Peyton Manning retired. And um at eleven percent, the least desired Super Bowl matchup according to Reg League Podcast Twitter votes was the matchup that we got at eleven percent. Patriots versus Rams came in dead last. And um Glass came out recently, so my other poll question was, with Glass coming out this weekend, which is your favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie? Comment, unavailable choices. In my 
realm of knowledge, I acknowledge The Sixth Sense as well put in my Shyamalan on the map. The movie he did with Rosie O'Donnell before that, like Wide Awake or whatever it's called, I'm not counting that. So options that you could even include into the comments were Sixth Sense, Unbreakable Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening, The Last Airbender, After Earth, The Visit, and Split. For choices, I put The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable Signs, and Split. And um, my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie won with Signs, won with 33%. Split and Unbreakable tied with 25 And then in, I guess, Unavoidable Disrespect, The Sixth Sense came in last at 17% with one of the best ever plot twists. 17%, man, that's crazy to me. Um, I think I think that's it for, for the intro to let you know. I'm going to come back and we, we're going to brush over some movie topics. And then my guy Awesome Joe is going to come in. We're going to talk about movie trailers, man. Stay tuned. And we back, man. Uh, it is time for movies. Y'all know how I do, man. Movies, sports, hip-hop. So now, um, before I forget, I want to uh, talk about the recent Blu-ray releases, DVD releases, theatrical releases. And um, a couple weeks ago, Halloween came out. The most recent sequel with Jamie Lee Curtis coming back to play Laurie Strode. The Old Man and the Gun, supposedly Robert Redford's last movie. He's retiring from acting. I haven't watched it yet, but I want to see. I heard it's great. Once Upon a Deadpool came out, and uh, Goosebumps 2 came out. And then this past Tuesday, First Man came out, and so did The Hate You Give. Um, drop, a, drop a comment. Drop, a, uh, drop a, a voice message. Drop a comment, depending on how you get in your rec league fix. Let me know what you picked up. This uh, This upcoming Tuesday, in my opinion, is a rather light... Tuesday. I don't I don't know everything that comes out. Like I never know everything that comes out, but I know Ballers season 4, the HBO show Ballers season 4 comes out as well as uh Reign of the Superman, which is part 2 in the Death of Superman animated movie. The first part came out this past August. I loved it. And um it's just like if if Reign of Superman lives up to how dope the Death of Superman was, then it'll be like the Dark Knight Returns. Like the Dark Knight Returns come out a few years ago. It was great. Both parts were fucking phenomenal. And um, if 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 Reign of Superman lives up, Superboy, Steel, Cyborg, Superman. Like if if this story is as good as I hope it is, then I it, like it'll be one of the best overall DC animated releases that they've done. And pay attention to the Twitter, the Randy Little Reviews Movies, Randy Little Movie Reviews Facebook page. My review for that will be up Tuesday, Wednesday morning. Be on the lookout. And then February 5th, like I know I'm not going to remember everything, but February 5th has like a dump truck of new releases on DVD and Blu-ray. Widows comes out. The Grinch comes out. Um, the girl in the spider's web comes out. The, the Cloverfield paradox comes out. 
And then there's like two or three upgrades. I think MVD or whatever whatever that company's called is going to release Double Dragon, the 90s cheesy 90s video game movie. And then two John Singleton movies, Poetic Justice and Higher Learning, both get released on Blu-ray for the first time. Uh, theatrically, like I said earlier in the show, Glass came out. Uh, my review, like I always plug, my review for that is on my YouTube channel. Just search my name, Randy Little, and you can find my review for Glass. This past weekend, Serenity came out with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. It didn't come to my theater, and where it is, that's a blessing in disguise. Cause, so the word around a campfire is a Serenity is super poop. Um, and then The Kid Who Would Be King came out, and... I just, I don't know. I don't think it looks bad. I just didn't feel like spending money to watch it. Um, That that brings us to next weekend, February 1st, I believe. Uh, Miss Bala with Gina Rodriguez comes out that I think looks like a promising action movie. Um, and then before the next episode, the weekend of the next episode of the show, the Lego movie two, the second part comes out as well as like what men want the prodigy. And there's like one other like nationwide, uh, theatrical release. And it's probably something I want to see. And I just can't think of it. Um, let me know what you going to see. Let me know what you want to see. I don't know, like me specifically. The Lego movie is in my top 10 most anticipated movies of the year. So I can't wait to see that one. Um, We're going to flip it right quick. I'm going to take a breath, get a little drink, and I'm going to talk about Titans Season 1. And then my guy Awesome Joe is going to come on and we're going to talk about the new Spider-Man and the new John Wick movie trailers. Hey, yeah, man. Before I talk about Titans, there's a couple headlines that I want to just throw out there not go too deep in you know what I mean if you're a casual movie fan if you don't keep up with current movie news uh Ghostbusters 3 has been announced for July of next year it um it'll be directed by the son who of the director of the first two Ivan Reitman directed Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 Jason Reitman will direct Ghostbusters 20, as they're calling it for now, or Ghostbusters 3. No cast is announced, but in the next few months, a cast will be announced. I have a feeling that, and don't take this, don't take this with any kind of validity, man, but I have a feeling Bill Murray will show up, Ernie Hudson will show up, Dan Aykroyd has been craving Ghostbusters 3 since 1990, so he'll definitely be in it. Um, and then I think they'll cast like some of the younger generation, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if they'll go as young as the it kids or the stranger things kids, but anticipate maybe one or two of them. And then, you know, like late 20, early 30, something actors, Jonah Hill, Chris Pratt, um, I don't want to say Chris Pratt, then say Anna Ferris, but anything's possible. Emma Stone, Anna Kendrick, Brie Larson. I, they'll cover ages and demographics so so nobody on Twitter gets offended. Um, and it's just like all the main actors, like, all, like the main cast has all been 
okay, had cameos in the Paul Feig Ghostbusters movie, man. So they could spin something to where there's like a cross-dimensional, the all-female Ghostbusters takes place in an alternate reality in another dimension where the main 1980s Ghostbusters all cameoed. And I think Bill Murray might have even died. But, like, I I would be cool with a Paul Feig Ghostbusters sequel. But if you're going to bring back the original cast, if you're going to continue the universe established in the 80s, you just can't bring back Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon. Um, like, I'm down for all types of Ghostbusters in cinematic format, but... I don't think there should be an uproar from those who did like the reboot. I think I think there can you can have both. And then moving on, like I went deeper into that than I even wanted to. Christopher Nolan's next movie has also been announced for July of 2020. I I don't care what it's about. That's on my most anticipated list next year. Um, I feel like there was. There's another thing I'll bring it up when I talk. There's a Titans related headline that I'll bring up within the next few minutes because I'm now talking about Titans season one. I loved it. Um, for this show alone, if this is the the caliber of content we're gonna get from this platform, and you're a DC nerd, I highly recommend that you shell out that eight dollars a month. They got Swamp Thing coming. They got Doom Patrol coming. They got Stargirl coming. There's there's a Harley Quinn animated series coming, as well as others. Like they're gonna turn out a lot of content, man. But it's like Titans. Titans has the gritty realism of the Marvel Netflix stuff, but it's very comic booky as far as like the world and the universe, the characters, the the suits. Um. Like Brenton Brenton Thwaites is so dope as Dick Grayson that I don't think Robin should be a punchline anymore. The way that Jason Momoa just recently made Aquaman cool, Robin is a badass. Um I like like you could ask Legacy if he ever pops back up, like drop a comment and ask him literally. Leave a voice message, ask him literally. If he if he's ever on the show, he could tell you guys when the comment when the when the when the Comic Con Titans trailer came out and the the criminals oh my gosh where's batman and then he drops down fuck batman i thought it was so lame i was not hyped for this show at all and i might have even said it in one of like in one of the first few episodes of the, of the podcast but the fight scenes are dope brutal robin drags a dude's face against a broken car window in the first episode it's cold and then his arc like Dick Grayson is trying to get out from under Batman's shadow. And I don't I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to go too deep into anything and potentially spoil anything, but he's a dope character. They give you backstory, they give you past romantic partners, they tease future romantic partners. Um but it's it's not mushy or you know, it's 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 just dope, man. Just take my word for it. If you don't have the DC universe, you should consider getting it. Um, I think Anna Diop plays. I'm mispronouncing her name wrong. I know it, and I just don't know how to pronounce it. She plays Starfire, and again, she has a very dope arc. 
she is trying to, she's investigating something. She starts in one place, a switch flips toward the end of the season, and she's just, she's another dope character, and the way she gets involved with the Titans is so cool. Um, and then Tegan Croft plays Raven, and she's like, she's the central focus of the season. She, through no fault of her own, gets mixed up with Dick Grayson, gets mixed up with Starfire. Along their journey, they meet Beast Boy, and um, I still, I, I've been for for like twenty minutes. I've been trying to think of the dude who plays Beast Boy. I can't think of his name. I just know that he was in Big Hero 6. And um, he's a dope character. Like, he's a young character. And he's learning to control his powers and harness his energy. And I wanted a little... Like I said, I enjoyed his character. I enjoyed the performance. But I wanted a little more. And it's just... In future seasons, he'll be a more evolved character. Um, I think the villains was cool. Like, there's multiple villains that, that come and go. Um, there are some that introduce, they introduce Jason Todd, or is it Tim Drake? Um, I, I can't remember, like, a second Robin shows up. It's badass. Again, it's, it's so badass. Um... But it's like because Dick Grayson goes off and does something, and just it brings in other storylines. Gotham City gets involved because Dick Grayson, you know, there it's like a road trip season that that takes you on a journey with all these characters. The Doom Patrol shows up. I thought they were dope. April Bowlby, who like popped up on episodes of Two and a Half Men, and I think How I Met Your Mother. She's good as Elastigirl. Um, Brendan Fraser voices Robot Man, um, but it, like, it teases the Doom Patrol season that's about to come on next month, and I'm hyped for that, uh, Diane Guerrero from Orange is the New Black is gonna be in it, Timothy Dalton is gonna play Chief, and, um, also there's, um, Minka Kelly plays Dove, and Alan Richson plays Hawk. I want them to get their own show because Hawk and Dove were cool too. We get backstory from them. There's there's one episode that's like centric to Hawk and Dove, and it's it's amazing. And what I talk about, like the dopest suits as far as crime fighting, is Hawk and Dove. Like their their suits are are so dope. Um, there's one episode that like focuses on a facility and they find a character that is related to one of the Titans. That's the only episode that I was a little down on. And other than that, man, I loved this season. I would give this season a five out of five. Um, it, it gets me excited for, for season two. The original finale for season one is going to be the premiere for season two. And it's just because the, the episode that is now the finale for season one, the, the producers and showrunners just thought it was such a dope cliffhanger that that's what they decided. And it, it paid off in my opinion. Um, but the other news headline that I was going to bring up recently announced 
Deathstroke is going to be the main villain for Titan Season 2. I don't even care who gets cast as Slade. I just, I'm, I'm hyped. Cause you know you got the Justice League post credit scene tease like Deathstroke is a badass villain, anti hero villain whatever you want to call him, and I'm 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 just hyped to see what they do with these characters going forward to see if they expand the Titans to just see if um if Dick Grayson eventually evolves into you know his other alter ego, um like I said man and. Also, the one, the main thing that, my main problem with this, and it's not even a problem, it's just because I'm spoiled. DC releases one episode a week, and that's cool. I grew up with one episode coming on a week, Showtime, HBO, AMC, they release one episode a week. I'm just spoiled by Netflix, and we just got the Punisher the whole season on the same day. So, I, it's, it's a little surprising that DC just doesn't do that. Because I, I don't know if they might lose business for that. And if they do, I bet they start to release one season in one day. But um, if you've seen Titans, drop a comment. Let me know what you thought. Drop a voice message. Let me know what you thought. What other DC shows are you getting excited for? Like I said, Doom Patrol is coming. Swamp Thing, Stargirl, the Harley Quinn animated show. Um, numerous others, I assume, are in production. I saw one... That they might be doing a show based around Metropolis, but um, I'm sure we'll get more announcements here coming soon. Um, I dug Swamp Thing when I was a kid, so I'm real hyped for Swamp Thing, man. Um, like when I come back, I'm gonna have Awesome Joe. We're gonna talk about some movie trailers, man. Rec League Podcast. Hey, man, now we got uh, my guy, Awesome Joe. He was on the last episode with me, he was on a couple episodes past. If you've been watching, you know who he is. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum trailer both came out since the last episode. Um, first, man, give me your thoughts on that Spider-Man trailer. Okay, Spider-Man Far From Home. Wow. You know, a lot of people are coming up with the question as to, okay, I thought Spider-Man had died in Infinity Infinity War. Wait, of course, spoiler here for that. For any, I mean, if you're a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you're a fan of the Avengers, you already know the ending. If you're not, then there's something wrong with you. Uh, <laughs> and the fact is, is that, yes, one of the main characters, Spider-Man, did, uh, did get uh, faded away at the end. And then yet you see him once again in the sequel, and you're you're putting yourself into the into the speculation of wondering, okay, didn't he die? How is he still alive? So it's going to bring a lot of confusion to some of the some of the fans and audiences out there that are watching this trailer and coming to believe that okay, well let's go ahead and just just forget about what happened with the Avengers and let's just focus on the Spider Man uh, storyline. And given the fact that also that Spider Man may be part of the MCU. But it's also owned by Sony. So Sony can release their marketing for any of their films, uh, regardless of the fact that they're under contract with another production company. So I feel that Sony said, hey, you know what? I know that you have these ideas for your your upcoming movie Endgame, but we have a really cool movie that we want to announce to, to the whole world and giving them this great trailer that's uh, about this great character that we own and and we want to share it with everyone. So and that's what we get when it comes to getting spider-man far from home and i see that this this is a a type of spider-man story that we've never seen before on the big screen we may have had some speculations about it in 
several different comic books or TV shows per se, uh, animated TV shows. Um, but I feel that it's very, very interesting because I love on how what they're doing with the trailer, uh, having to uh, move it towards a different part of the world. You know, I know that Spider-Man did uh, have a certain sequence when he went to Germany with Iron Man in Civil War. Yes, that was a little bit of, of, a, of a situation that he was involved with. But this is his own story where we get to see him on his own, not only just as Peter Parker, but without the Spider-Man outfit. And that, and that puts him in a difficult position when he's followed, uh, when danger follows him, when he is introduced to Nick Fury, which we get Sam Jackson back, another character who faded in Infinity War, um, but is in this film. And I think that it is a wonderful addition to the Spider-Man story because I think that the combinations between Spider-Man and Nick Fury is a wonderful connection. I remember I saw the, what was it called? The, the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series. When when the MCU was first introduced, was it called the Spectacular? It was on like uh, Disney Channel and all that. I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. That yeah, sounds uh, right. I re- yeah, I, I remember. I, I I saw some episodes and I saw the, the the type of relationship the two shared together, and it's completely different from what we saw in Spider-Man: Homecoming between Spider-Man and Iron Man. It's completely different. It's it's a different type of. Uh, Different type of combination, very interesting, and I'm looking forward to seeing something like that in this in this upcoming film. And um, another great thing about this is that I love the fact that we're getting to see this new um, uh, character. Uh, let me see um, the the relationship between Peter Parker and MJ coming together again. Because when it came to the Sam Raimi films with Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst, I didn't I. People are going to hate me for this, but I did not like that relationship at all. I did not like that combination. I didn't feel the chemistry between the two. I didn't feel like Christian Dunst, Dunst was a perfect uh, selection to play Mary Jane's character. Um, but I think that Zendaya having to been revealed as you know MJ at the ending of Homecoming uh, was a big, interesting um, uh, twist and turn, having to know that, okay, well, she's not going to be a redhead in this one. She's going to be who Zendaya is, and I find her to be, you know, I love the the, the sarcasm that she has and yeah. how she how she treats uh, Peter Parker in, in a certain way of, you know, it's, it, you know, you just see that chemistry developing to becoming this great romance between the two, and, and you get a little bit of that in this trailer, and I'm very interested in having to see where that goes with the, the two characters. Um, and, of course, uh, <clears throat> since Spider-Man is being involved with... Uh, with Shield and Nick Fury, we we get a little glimpse of Maria Hill is is in this as well. Um, and what they are getting involved with is the Elementals, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong about this, but this is what I've been hearing a lot is that the uh, they're getting involved with the Elementals, which is uh, what is it? Earth, fire, um, air, and water. I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't Some know all thought, their, I don't know all their like official like villain names or anything. But yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. People thought that it was Hydro Man or um, the Sandman, and I'm like thinking, could be a good, great idea, but who knows uh, what type of screen timing they're going to be giving these type of uh, so-called villains um, within the story. So, but it really is interesting and having to see that Spider-Man, not only did he not bring his suit, but he's included with newer suits. You know, you got the stealth suit, which is like an all black. It's not a venom suit, yeah. but it's all black and you know, it's with the goggles and you know, like it goes down like that. It's just, it's, it's amazing, you know, having to see 
more included, very many different types of things included, and it's just what, what makes the film much more interesting. <coughs> like I said, I'm not a big fan of Spider-Man. I'm a Batman freak. I love I uh, love uh, Batman. And when I saw the uh, the Sam the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, it wasn't really as interesting to me as I as I wanted. It never really pulled me in into having to believe that this is a a, a spectacular story to follow through with. Um, I did admire the Mark Webb uh, Amazing Spider-Man films. I really did like both of them. I know people don't like the second one, but I did like both of them. I was very interested in seeing where that where that story was developing towards too. But since we didn't get a continuation of that, now we got Spider-Man involved in the MCU. I I I think that they're really coming up with something here. I really do admire uh, the fact that we're getting the true um, the true aspect of what the character Peter Parker truly is within the comic books that many many fans admire by. Um, not only that, I I do love the fact that that since like I, like what I was trying to get to is the fact that these movies are introducing different villains. Yes, we know the Green Goblin. Yes, we know Dr. Octopus. Yes, we know Venom. Yes, we know um uh what's that um uh the the reptile one. What's it called? The lizard. The lizard. The lizard. The lizard. Um the lizard and Electro uh the vulture you know we know all those already you know i'm really looking forward to seeing uh the scorpion or the chameleon uh, so on and so forth but yeah mysterio wow mysterio i didn't think that they were capable of having to develop that type of villain on the big screen on a live on a live uh, adaptation of a spider-man story but they they're, they're actually doing it yeah. um and I, you get a little glimpse of the actual fishbowl at the ending and i'm like wow it's actually badass i I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens this following Halloween to seeing if maybe it'll intrigue anyone to dress up like Mysterio. <laughs> I can't wait to see all those fishbowls wandering around, you know? So, um, but uh, Jake Gyllenhaal having to play Mysterio, not my popular choice. Uh, I actually thought that Jake Gyllenhaal was, he was actually going to replace Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 2 back in 2004. And of course, that never followed through. Um, I think I always got those two uh, actors uh, yeah. confused. Uh, did Did you ever get that? Did you ever get them both confused? No, I, I knew who was who. I knew uh, I knew Jack Gyllenhaal was the dude from October Sky, and I knew Toby Maguire was in Pleasantville. But um, Toby Maguire made Sea Biscuit and had got hurt doing that, and that's when all those rumors came around. Mm-hmm. It was supposedly like real close to being official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm very much looking forward to seeing what Mysterio is fully capable of. I know that within the comic books, his character is introduced as an individual who is um, and it, uh, admired by the the mystic arts. Not not like not like Doctor Strange exactly, but you know having to do all these um, imitations, illusions, things like that. Yeah. Um, and is wanting to be a superhero. He wants to be noticed as a superhero just like Spider-Man. So, and I think that that's what he's going to be doing within this movie as well. I having to know that they're trying to stay as true to the comic books as possible, but also having to do their own thing, um, included within the film. So I'm very excited for, for Spider-Man far from home. I'm really, I really want to see where, where this is going to take it. This is the first film for, uh, the phase four storyline after phase three ending with uh, Avengers Endgame. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what this movie is going to have for us and uh, possibly for many other um, uh, Spider-Man films in the future. Yeah, I think um, 
that was that was the one thing that I wanted to say about Mysterio. I think that he he wants to be a villain. I mean, he wants to be a hero. He wants to be looked at like Spider-Man, the Avengers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he doesn't want to put in the effort. So I think all the elementals are just special effects that he creates so he can save the day. And then Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Nick Fury, somebody exposes him, and then you know the big finale at the end. But um, yeah, I... what's up? Oh, go for it, go for it. I was, I was going to jump on to John Wick. You got something to say about Spider-Man before we move on? Oh, no, I believe I've said enough. All right, cool. I pretty much just, just uh, described pretty much the whole entire trailer, yeah. So we get John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum, the the, the bounty, the reward. It's on, it's on John Wick's head. It's not a John Wick movie if he don't have a dog with him. It's, it's him against the world. And it's like Halle Berry is his only two-legged ally. This movie looks bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of of John Wick. I think that Keanu Reeves is a spectacular actor, and I think that he 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 gives it his his all when he is uh, when he's in front of the camera. So um, I think that uh, Keanu Reeves is probably going to uh, be very successful within. I mean, knock on wood here, but I really do think that this is going to be a successful trilogy. Um, and I, so. I, I mean, John Wick, the first one, it really touched my heart when I saw that he was, he had that gifted dog and then, he, then people broke in and killed his, that little puppy. And I'm just like, I have a dog. I've known my dog ever since he was a puppy. And when I saw that movie, I just thought about my little puppy and I'm like thinking, dude, if anybody ever touched my dog, oh my God, you're, I'm, I'll call John Wick. I won't do it, but I'll call John Wick. Hey, dude, can you revenge my dog for me, please? <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was it was really cool and having to see what he can do. I love the the fight scenes. I love the the uh, the gun action. All everything that that he does within both the first and second John Wick has been amazing, spectacular. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is the director for John Wick three the same director or is it a different one? Do you have any idea? Not. Nah, uh... The director of John Wick 3 did two, and he did, it's Chad Stileski, he did two by himself, and he did one with David Leach, who did Atomic Blonde and Deadpool 2 and Hobbs and Shaw. So it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's it's the same guy or a different guy? No, it's the same guy. Oh, it's the same guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, oh. Sometimes that brings up a huge question mark because, you know, we've had that type of issue before in the past where you are successful with the first film and then you get the second film, which is highly amazing. And then, you know, it's all it's that it's that third movie curse. You know, if you if you have such great success, um, the third, like I said, knock on wood here. I really do hope that it does not happen because I really do want this movie to succeed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it just it, it just brings up a lot of anticipation it brings people into into speculating on how this film is going to end up being um and then at the end people get disappointed they they leave and then you get bad bad uh bad critics you know it's just i I don't want that for this movie i really do want it to succeed because i know like you know you know let's say for uh x-men the last stand or the dark knight rises um you know spider-man 3 so on and so forth you know um, if you continuously have the same director developing all three films, you're eventually going to, you know, 
fail in, in one of the films and the film is just going to be a com complete disaster. And so I'm really hoping that this director does know what he's doing. I'm not like, I know you mentioned this director is uh, the same director who did, uh, was it Deadpool 2 and what else? No, the, the co-director of the first movie did Deadpool and Atomic Blonde. Oh, okay. The other co-director like has directed every John Wick movie. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, I get you. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Atomic Blonde. I I kind of thought Atomic Blonde was going to be a really cool female adaptation of John Wick, but unfortunately, that wasn't really. Yeah, I don't uh, think it was when good I was John Wick, but I liked it. Yeah, um, I, I did. I did like the uh, the '80s persona of the film. I mean, that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, going back to John Wick, yeah, I. I really do love that he is tag teaming with uh, Halle Berry. I I think Halle Berry is a wonderful actress. She's an she's an Oscar winner. I mean, come on, she she pretty much knows what she's doing. Um, so hopefully, you know, with her uh, being a supportive actress to the to the movie, I think that it'll it'll do just fine. I just hope it's not another James Bond film with Halle Berry being the Bond chick. Um, yeah, that was that. Now that was a terrible movie. I'll throw so. that out. That was. What was that called? Die, die another day. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, die another. Yeah, I did not like that one. That was just god awful. Thank God we didn't get anything further after after that one. So with uh, Pierce Brosnan. So yeah. um, I'm gonna sit through that here. next year. Uh, what's that? I'm gonna sit through that next year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to watch every single James Bond movie before the new one comes out. Oh, that's a challenge. Yeah, I love that challenge. James Bond rocks. Um. There's the wait, wait, wait. They have another one coming out next February. I, really? Did not know that. Awesome. Come on, man. Well, no, I love Spectre. That's the thing. I love Spectre, and I knew that 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 Daniel Craig was gonna do one more James Bond film. I didn't know that it was coming so soon. So, wow, that's interesting. Wow, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, John Wick three. Excited for it. Can't wait. I'm really looking forward to seeing another trailer for it and getting to see more of the marketing for it. Um, to be honest with you, they already won me. I'm I, yeah. I'm already ready to buy my ticket and going out to watch it. I honestly don't need to see anymore, but I'm excited to see it once once they're released. Uh, I don't want it to be ruined for me, but you know, it really does build up a lot of anticipation anticipation for me to want to go and watch it. For so, sure, man. I, I didn't need to see one trailer. I was already going to see John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes out, what, May, right? May? Yeah. It comes out the week before Aladdin. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one I'm not really too excited about, but I, I would say John Wick 3 is a much more anticipated film to watch more than just Aladdin, so, yeah. But that's, um, that's my dude, man. Get on YouTube. Awesome shows, awesome movie reviews. He's put out his 10 least favorite movies of the year, 10 honorable mentions, and his 10 favorite movies of 2018. Get on YouTube and check those out, man. Uh, like I said, off off air, I will probably bring you back and talk about all the Super Bowl trailers that are going to uh, play during the commercials, man. Awesome, man. Looking forward to it. Cool, cool, cool. cool. about to talk sports man uh whatever the controversy was man we got the super bowl 53 matchup new england patriots los angeles rams atlanta georgia uh you know who you think you're gonna win who you think gonna win mvp i know i know what i hope happens i don't know what will happen if it's anything like last year i honestly don't care who wins 
How do you think it's going to go down? Uh, honestly, this is like, the, in recent history, this is like one of the, I don't, know how to, I don't know how to word this. I'm really not looking forward to the Super Bowl. I don't know. You call it Patriots fatigue. Call it, you just yeah. hate the team. Call it being a hater. I don't know. I'm really not looking forward to the Super Bowl. The, the AFC championship game was just, it was ugly. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what the numbers were on the telecast. Where I'm sure it was up there, but I can think that everybody was watching that game at some point change the channel or making a sandwich and never went back to the living room they just stayed in the kitchen <clears throat> uh, so I'm, not, I'm really not looking forward to this I would like to see the Chiefs in there I thought it was going to be the Chiefs and the Saints and it was the exact opposite Yeah, it is what it is but it's in Atlanta correct? yeah, yeah. I want the Rams to win so bad I, I just don't think they will exactly I mean, Sean McVay, I mean, he's looking like a prodigy or whatever, the coach. He's like the hottest thing in the NFL right now. Rightably so, because he's, you know, took that franchise, competed last year, and now they're in the Super Bowl this year. Signed a bunch of people this offseason, made some trades. They went all in because they got their quarterback under a rookie contract, paying the peanuts. Oh, so they were able to build a, They were able to build a squad to get them to the Super Bowl, and that's what they did. There's an asterisk next to it, though, because, well, kind of. I don't know. I'm a big believer in karma. They blew that, that Saints game. They blew a call. That would have kept the drive alive for the Rams. I think the refs will never admit this, but I think they're making a makeup call, and they realized after the fact that that was the worst possible time for a makeup call. I mean, that's just what I think it is. But, yeah, so we got the Rams and the Patriots, and I think the Patriots will probably win. I hope the Rams win. I'll probably say something like 34 to like 24. I think it'll be, I think Rams will put up some numbers, but I don't expect anything too high scoring. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i in the same boat, man. We were saying this last year, like, like dang, the Patriots again. And everybody, everybody outside of New England area was a Philly fan. Philly pulled it off. I, I hope for a repeat. Cause yeah, Patriots fatigue. You know, nobody in the AFC that's not a Patriots fan likes Patriots. It's just how it is. Um, that defense, the Rams defense, need to pressure Brady. If they can pressure Brady, they should be okay. And Goff, Gurley, Woods, Cooks, them dudes need to put up points. And maybe it's some kind of curse of Patriots playing their ex players in the Super Bowl. Maybe maybe Cooks being on the Rams can be some kind of good luck charm. McVeigh, yeah, like the whole NFC West hired young coaches because of Sean McVeigh. The average age of the coaches in the NFC West is like maybe 42. And yeah, no reason it's that, that high is because what, Pete Carroll's old ass? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and because what, the Cardinals hired a young dude, the Niners got a young dude, all because of Sean McVeigh. And it's not even age, man. It's just he knows what he's doing. He's coached under great coaches. And and now he's in the Super Bowl. Jerry Goff, Ty Gurley, same old same, man. They got to do what they was doing in the regular season and put up them numbers. Yeah, no. Patriots, they're just they're just well coached, man. They have yeah. a balanced attack on offense. Um you you can't miss a beat against the Patriots. If you, you screw up one play in the first half, first quarter, it doesn't matter. It'll come back and bite you at some point. Even if even if it's a close game, even in crunch time, they they've been there before. Yeah, they're they're 
there's nothing that they really haven't seen. I know their roster changes pretty much every year, but they're they still have that core players. They still have that core coaching staff, and unfortunately, I yeah, I just like they pulled off. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I said this is the one of the Super Bowls I I really don't have any interest in it. Like I hope I hope it's a good game. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get a really entertaining game. Something crazy goes down. I don't know, but really not looking forward to it. It sucks. I swear, you like, hate Belichick all you want, man. That's, that's why you can't call Brady the GOAT, man. I'm sorry, man. Brady's not the GOAT, never will be the GOAT, man. You could plug in the last drafted quarterback in the in the draft, and Belichick is going to make that guy a winner. Um, yeah, I would, I, would, I would take that extreme, but yeah, I agree. I, I feel like a lot of their success is due to uh, Belichick. Popovich is in the NFL. Brady's still a great quarterback. I mean, you can't front on Brady. As much as I hate the guy and I hate the Patriots, he's, uh, he's a bad mofo. The only time Brady was semi-likable was in Ted 2, and he was only in there for, like, five seconds. Yeah, and in the Uggs commercial. Like, I kind of enjoyed those because they gave me a good laugh. Yeah. we Let's stop talking about the Super Bowl and just start roasting Brady for, like, 25 minutes. I'm down, man. Uh, yeah, we'll do that hopefully in two weeks after they lose. Uh, but we about, we about to flip it right quick, and we well, about to... got for the uh, MVPs, though? Where are you going? Oh, MVP. Uh... If the Rams win, Goff. If the Patriots win, Belichick. If the Patriots win, I think it'd be Brady. I think if the Rams win, it'll either be Gurley or uh, the other running back, um, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. No, no. The guy from the was on the Panthers last year. I want to say Panthers. Yeah, short, stocky dude. Why the hell can I think of his name? He's, like, had a hell of a, he's had a hell of a run in these playoffs. It's like me trying to remember a track list. This is going to be a horrible podcast, but uh, what's that dude's name? C.J. Anderson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that running game. That one-two punch. Yeah, I think I think Brandon going to be one two, and they should be. We had the Super Bowl. We should have had Co. Uh, MVPs, but they gave it to Peyton Manning instead. Yeah. It should have been a die. Dominique Rose because they were killing it. Yeah. But quarterback usually gets it. Shout out Joseph Adai. And Dominique Rose. Oh, that is. Hell yeah. Joseph Adai probably like 90 years old by now. So like so long ago. <laughs> he had a short run in the NFL, though, didn't he? Know, like five years. Like, yeah. He, he ended up in New England after us, right? For like a year. Yeah, I feel like there were like three or four ex-Colts that went to the Patriots and then got cut because they didn't even make the roster. I think he was one. I think Donald Brown, because Donald Brown came in. Joseph Adai was there. Donald Brown left. Yeah, I remember Reggie Wayne went to New England for, like, a preseason. And then... That was Intel. That was for Intel. That was strictly for Intel purposes only. Exactly. That's what I have to tell myself every night when I lay down. Well, yeah, we about to flip it right quick, and we're going to come back and talk about that uh, that new J. Cole, that middle child. Hey. All right, man, now we got my guy. O Pizzle, aka International O, aka Eastsiders versus the World. That's what she said. A- aka um, Super Bowl Fifty Three, man. Like I'm gonna toot your home for horn for you. Cause a couple episodes back, we did the predictions before the playoff, and this dude got predicted the game perfect. I was only off by a pass interference call in the NFC Championship. Hey, we look. <laughs> they were up thirteen zip. They didn't take care of business. They shouldn't have been in they, in that position anyway. They didn't run the ball on first down. They didn't run the ball on second down. 
So I don't want to hear about what the refs did or did not do. What did y'all do to put yourselves in that position? I don't want to hear about nothing else because in the history of history, every gets a is it the first NFC or AFC championship games that this has happened? No. Yeah. Get over it. Get yeah. over it, bro. Refs are human. Football. Refs are human. They make mistakes. You, bro, you learn when you're in in peewee. Do not put the game in the refs' hands. Yeah. Take take care of business, dog. Okay, so Rams, Patriots. Uh, who you think gonna win? Uh, who do you hope gonna win? And who do you think gonna get MVP? Hold on, bro. Let me turn this thing off. Do you hear that, that fan in the background? Nah, you straight. Okay. All right. So, uh, let me see. Who do I think is going to win? And who do I want to win? <laughs> Two different things. But uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, this is going to be a – I think this is going to be a shootout. Um, if, if Aaron Donald and uh, Sue – can get to Brady early and often, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. Uh, I'm going to go with the sleeper pick and say C.J. Anderson is going to be the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Okay. C.J. Anderson, bro. So, um, Old man Lawrence, or who, how you might know him, should have auto-drafted, also says C.J. Anderson might take it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I I I don't know. It's just like one of those players who's been hot the past six weeks, man. So ever since Gurley went down, yeah. But the 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 funny thing is, I think Gurley's injured, man. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't think he's right. So They're trying to keep that on the low too. I think so, but I think he's probably gonna have to have surgery at the end of the year. Although that February fourth. He's a good decoy, you know, um, and I'm sure McVay's gonna come up with some packages that has that they haven't used or that have that hasn't been seen yet uh, for the game. So you already know Belichick is working working up something. Yeah. Um, I I I fully expect Robert Woods to be non-existent Double in the team. football game. So yeah, he's it's a wrap for him. Um. So it's, it's going to be a great coaching match, man. Sean McVay, Bill Belichick, man, that's going to be a fun game, man. What you thinking? I mean, more of the same, man. That's what I was talking to uh, Jake about, man. Just you got to you got to rush Brady. You got to you got to keep him. You know what I'm saying? Looking all around, try to keep him on his ass. And if he's flustered, I mean, you never know, man. They might try to put him out at receiver again. And then yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like if. If Goff can if Goff can connect uh, with Cooks, see that's the thing though. If they double and take away Woods, the, the Pats obviously know Cooks because they traded him to the Rams. Oh yeah. So somebody else gonna have to step up, and then you got the two headed monster running. Yeah, you know what? Um, on that note, they got Wade Phillips, who's played the Patriots before. Yeah. You know, people uh, used to play for the Patriots. You know, there's a lot of people or individuals who's 
who who have had battles, you know, via the Broncos against the Patriots and have beat them. So I, I don't even say I think it's like fifty fifty, honestly. Like I don't I don't give any one team a, a clear edge because yeah, uh, Wade Phillips can can come up with some stuff out of his ass. He can coach. Like, he's a, a, a good defensive coach. And last time they played in the AFC Championship game in 2015, 16, it was Peyton's last year. They only put up 18 points. Yeah. So, I mean, and they got the talent on defense. Uh, my only worries is where is Marcus Peters? Like, I love his attitude. Like, he, he brings a certain edge and roughness to the game. But, I think he can put himself in a couple of positions where he might get exposed, or they'll target him over uh, Akib. I think they'll put Akib on Gronk, and then have uh, Peter Shadow Edelman. So that's just what I would think they will do. But, I see. Um, it. But they gonna have to stop that run though. They are gonna run the ball. So if if Aaron Donald, it's it's gonna come up to the front seven. On, on both sides. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, who who can stop who's run game, and then who's gonna make that one or two plays on uh, on offense that's gonna give either team the edge, you know? Feel you. It's it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, I I just hope I don't have to see another Patriots win, bro. For like, real. I, I'm like, we waste a whole year of football on a Patriots Super Bowl. That would be. Yeah. I think everybody outside of the New England area is hoping that LA gets the championship. Yeah, I was I was wishing Kansas City would. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so now, nah, but uh, yeah, we got this, and then we got the draft in uh, in Nashville coming up. So it's uh, it's gonna be on and popping, ready for next year too. So right, man, I'm already ready for them Colts to get back out on the field, man. We need a wide receiver, dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> T.Y. needs some help out there. Some serious help. And then we need to get that We need to get that first round by. Yeah. Because playing anywhere else outside of Indianapolis or Houston is a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every, everybody want to play Houston in the playoffs. Hey, let me just go ahead and get Houston, bro. Let me get this dub real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what's up. Jake picked the Rams. I picked the Rams. O-Dog picked the Rams. Wait, um, all y'all picked the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. Er- everybody thinks. Everybody let thinks. Me Say what? Well, shit, let me change, let me change my pick then. Now, hell no, because we think that Belichick is going to find a way, because that's what they always do. Yeah. But we hope the Rams, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we all hope the Rams win, but we think Belichick is going to out-scheme that ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, but nah, I'll, look, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm. What's my record in the playoffs for the playoffs so far? I think I'm like four. What's my record? No, nah, I'm probably like three. Well, for this the NFC Championship game, I'm two and zero. So let's see if we can make it three and zero. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Rams. We, just, you know, we already ride it out, right? But um. Uh... I don't know, like I said back, first time you was on the show, dog, you know you got an open invitation. You want to come on, talk about something, man, just hit me up. I think next time I can imagine you coming March, on March, right March. before the NCAA tournament. Hey, brackets, bro. We, we feel, we, hey, we going to fill our brackets. 
All right, bet. I think that would be dope. Bet, bet, bet. Dedicate a whole segment to filling out the bracket. I can do it. Yeah, that would would actually be cool. Get everybody. Does uh, Jacob and them do it? Yeah, I think maybe not like no hardcore, but just for fun. Well, I'm like I'm like hardcore with it, but uh, I know you the expert, so I, <laughs> so I go to you for the college segments. Hey, hey, it's it's just gonna be a good year for for college basketball, man. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be crazy. Like, there's so many good teams, but it's so it's so even. Like, there's no like one dominant ass team. There's like four or five dominant teams. Yeah, and then. There are like six other teams that can probably win too. So yeah, that's what's up, man. Tournament time is always fun, man. Yeah, bro. But (laughs) Uh, close this out, man. Right before you know, when I come back, man, I'm I'm gonna hit y'all with them bars real quick, and then we're gonna close out the episode. Yo. Yo, psychics, no sidekicks, not even sure who's gonna like this. I fight this arthritis while I write this. They choking, no Heimlich, just wanna be grabbed from behind quick. Cause hell boy, they ate my right fist like this. Big homie, I know it gets lonely, but why you do too much with your socks like Mick Foley? Brains, brawn, I pass the baton to Javon, then it's on. Wrap circles around your bitch ass, equivalent to a dog shitting on your lawn Aaron you out cause you a fraud on the song it's rec league bitch we not feeling y'all we killing y'all we got Jake without the Jillian Hall chilling long grilling y'all until y'all stall never back down the kid's a sad clown it's nap town on the outside I come off confident but I feel that I am not shit but spitting this hot shit till my talents earn me a profit I'm no Batman Man, killing shit is my one rule. Sometimes I think about when I was in school. I feel like with most everybody I was cool, but it's possible that I wasn't. Oh well, I'm daily just trying to improve as a husband, just going through life, rapping and cussing. Yo, 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 off top of the noggin, one time I had to drop in too many whack rappers and it's up to us to stop them, they whack raps come and go as fast as I pass gas, whack ass gas bags like a minotaur, that shit is half assed, my assumption is that they all drunken, gotta put up walls to avoid trash rap like Trump is, the malfunction is that they copy what's hot and what people claim to like, bitch working on this LP, I stay with a mic, you got no hits, I recommend that you go on strike. Shit is fucking foul, hands low, waiting for the balls, but you delaying the hike. Today you ain't shit without a like of followers, but I say you ain't shit as soon as I let them hollows burst. Yo, yo, I distract the merchants with each word of these verses, while Jacob and Javon make you empty out your purses, run you for your valuables, let you leave with whatever I deem allowable. Nothing monetary, I know this night has gotten scary, just shut the fuck up and you won't wind up in a plot and bury. I flow sick shit, I'm demented, with the flow I go liquid, but I'm also a little off so they'll never know if I meant it. Friendship, I've never been big with, but my brother 
brothers, though, they'll get with your bitch. Eddie Griff, undercovers, bro. Make them suck it slow. And I got the gat aimed at your sack until you deduct the bank account to O's. Yo. Yo, go ahead already. Give my guys their propers. They better than your job equivalent whether you doctors or the coppers. Rappers that say they bust choppers just trying to win some Oscars. Y'all cock blockers. Mad your bitch want what's inside of my boxers. Stuff you into lockers. You getting bullied or never ran. That position of power you in, dog, it isn't permanent. Everybody got a boss, probably some old white perverted men. And me and you and we and us are the saps that are serving them. Never heard Hurting them, but they convinced the world women were weak for dudes to rescue. Or told minorities Jesus was white just to oppress you. I gotta confess, dude. Get shit off of my chest, dude. From the third rock to Neptune, I hope that God bless you. Black, white, man, woman, we all bones and flesh, true. Gay, straight, voted Clinton to Trump, we all bones and flesh, true. I ain't vote, but I hope humanity can realize we all the same. Gender, tax. Bracket religion don't make the next person any more of a lame. Rec League Podcast, man. We back, man. Old man Lawrence J. Cole dropped a new single a few days ago called Middle Child. You being a middle child, what, what did you think of this song? Was it uh was it an accurate representation of you as a human being? Nailed it, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I just poured something in my cup. Nah, like uh, first, okay. Uh, I think he, I think he handed a new song coming out like a couple days before it uh, actually released or whatever. I think I saw some something we a retweet or something. Uh, but yeah, then the song song dropped. You sent you sent the link out in the group chat or whatever, and, and I, I immediately pulled it up on uh, iTunes Music. The first thing it said out to me was that beat. I don't know. That beat was cold. It sounded like some early two thousands. I don't know. I just I just picked up like an old school kind of hard vibe from it. Yeah. Uh, that beat was super cold to me. And then, you know, you know, all of us on the Rec League podcast for the most part are pretty much J Cole fans. So they, and not to, not to come across as a fanboy or whatever. But anytime I get new material from one of my favorite artists, I'm always gonna be hyped about it. Yeah. But I don't know. The internet kind of went crazy about it. I, and I, I mean, it was a decent song. Like. Don't get me wrong, like Cole does his thing on it, but I don't know. I, I thought it was I thought it was a good song, uh, pretty interesting. But I don't know. I'm, I want to see what's next. Honestly, like I just see it's like a hors d'oeuvre for me. I'm ready for the full project. Me being the oldest child, I kind of feel like it was trash. Like I didn't understand it. I couldn't relate. Nah, well, I, I, it's not really middle child. It's just kind of like he's trying to say like he's. I think he's touched on it at one point in the song. Like, he feels like he's a big brother to a lot of these dudes in the game, and he feels like he's a younger brother to a lot of the uh, veterans in the game or whatever. He kind of touched on it briefly, so I don't think it's like a middle child, like middle child. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Cole got siblings. Like, I don't, that's why we need legacy in here, because he know Cole, middle name, blood type, social security number, and all it is. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah I was being sarcastic, man. Uh, I think... I can't remember the producer name. I think it's T minus. T minus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beat beat was stupid dope. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with T minus. I'm only in front, but I don't know. That's the first I'm about time to try to get familiar. Yeah, that beat was super cold. Uh, 
I, I saw a little I saw a little instigation on Twitter that uh after he talked about legends coexisting and Drake like got him a watch or something his next few bars like somebody interpreted and tried to spin it that he might be taking jabs at Kanye again yeah I think that's I, that's I think there's always gonna be that connection with uh Cole and Kanye for whatever reason I think I think it's the just Jay Z they both got Jay Z ties so everybody wants to try to instigate beef between them. Yeah, then he's talking about, you know, beefing with rappers again or whatever. Yeah. Talking about he's not going to waste his time with anybody. Apparently, this was recorded after he just did that song with 21 Savage. What is that uh, song called? A Lot? I mean, I don't remember. I didn't even really like it. How many haters you got? A lot. How many haters yeah. you got? A lot. How many people you shot? A lot. I th- yeah, I think his verse was okay. Shot, bro. You dry snitch on yourself. No, nah, I'm just kidding, but... <laughs> I, so apparently, uh, yeah, he just, I, I don't know. I don't know the timeline. Like I said, I don't, I don't know J. Cole. It's been a while since we talked. You know what I mean? We kind of lost contact. You know, we used to be real close. But I, I'm assuming he recorded this for 21 Savage after they did that uh, song for his joint. I mean, he's talking about how he's just going to go meet Ho for lunch or whatever. So yeah. I, think it's, I think it's, I, what I took away from the song is, and I've spun it probably 20 times, I just took it away as saying he's kind of like, he feels like a mentor to some of the younger cats, but at the same time, he feels like he's still being mentored from yeah. some of the greats, from the older cats. So I think yeah, that's where he's, he's talking about. Yeah, he's a little child. He's observed the OGs and then copied their style, and now he's the greatest. I thought I thought that little <laughs> rhyme scheme was dope. Overall, oh, I think it was a dope uh, track. His, yeah, his, the cadence that he uses on this entire song is super dope to me. I think it was Jay a dope. Jay Coles is just in his groove, man. Yeah. Like, he, I don't know. Like he's Ever since KOD dropped. He's no, I say it's, uh, for your eyes only. Ever since for your eyes, well, technically it's a sports still drive. I don't know, like he's just, yeah. He just every album he just steps it up, man. He's just getting better. If you want to go back that far, got, yeah. Uh, he had a track list with one some with some garbage ass rapper that was I don't know, it was a mediocre verse to me. Uh, but other than that, like J Cole, uh, I think he's just on another level right now. And as a fan, like I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. Exactly, straight up. But since KOD dropped, he's doing all these features. He's letting people know, like. Like his spot is certified, and, yeah, and no, thing, like I don't know, like J Cole, he doesn't. I don't know. Is he is he doing this on purpose? Trying to say if you want me to do this like his main mainstream stuff, like I can do this mainstream stuff, and I can I body, so. I'll body you on your own shit. I, I don't think know so. What J Cole's doing, but as like I said, as a fan, like I'm, I'm liking, it. I'm hyped. Yeah. A lot of these, I, I'm not a Twenty One Savage guy. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's a cool little song. Um, J Cole did his thing on it. Like I'm not. You already know what I'm going to say about Jay Cole verse. It was nice. Hell yeah. Savage. Uh, but, yeah. I'm yeah. a Cole fan. Yeah. I, I ain't mad at Cole for jumping on a track with anybody. But I'm not trying to hear a, a whack rapper song just because Cole is on it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. But even if even if Cole spits a killer-ass verse, man, I don't know. Like, if there's a, that, that Travis Scott song on the, on the Carter Five album, like, that's one of my favorite Wayne verses on the entire track. But that first minute and a half gets skipped. <laughs> Every time that song comes on, and I am not playing. That's not a joke. That twenty-one or that uh, Travis Scott verse is just straight doo-doo, man. I'm sorry, it's whack. <laughs> that little thing he does with his voice or whatever. I, I don't know shit. I don't know. I can't. I don't even remember it. Every time we talk music on this podcast, I know I come across as a hater, but man, I just I, don't know, I got my opinion. I mean, it is what it is. But Everybody yeah, I, I, just, opinion, I just feel like. I, but I agree with you. Like, I don't want to hear Cole on tracks with random ass people I don't want to listen to a track just because Cole's on it yeah. garbage track, like you said yeah 
I mean, I will. Don't get me wrong. I'll spin it. Spin it at least once and be like, damn, Cole killed that shit. I swear. But yeah, I don't want to add to my Cole catalog with all these features or songs that, I don't know, people I'm not a fan of. But man, that's it, man. We both thought the track was dope. Nothing, nothing to completely lose your mind about, but it's a dope track. Uh, so I think that's gonna put the lid on episode twelve, man. Rec League podcast. Check back in a couple weeks. We be back for that Baker's dozen, man. So chill until the next episode.